In a recent program, we told you about phrasal verbs related to food. The program centered on eating food, what, how much, and when. You will remember that a phrasal verb is a verb made of two or more words, a verb plus a preposition or adverb or both. Today, we'll discuss phrasal verbs we use to talk about cooking. If you watch television cooking programs in English, you have already heard some of these verbs. Many are used in recipes. Listen to a recipe for pasta sauce. There are seven phrasal verbs. Try to find them and think about their meanings. Before you begin, thaw out the chicken for several hours. Okay, let's get started. First, chop up the tomatoes, onions, garlic, and mushrooms. Next, add these ingredients to a sauce pot with a little cooking oil and put it on medium heat for about one minute. Then, mix in the chicken, spices, and a little salt. Let the mixture cook until the chicken is golden, about seven minutes. Next, add two large cans of crushed tomatoes. Cover the pot, then turn down the heat. Otherwise, the sauce may boil over. Let it cook for about 20 minutes on low heat. Then, let it cool down before serving it over pasta with a little Parmesan. And finally, warm up your garlic bread to complete the meal. Did you find the seven phrasal verbs? The first one was thaw out. To thaw out means to unfreeze. Listen to how this verb is used in the recipe. Before you begin, Thaw out the chicken for several hours. Thaw out is separable. That means the object may go after the two-word verb, or it may appear in the middle of it. The object is the chicken. Now listen to the sentence with the object in the middle. Before you begin, thaw the chicken out for several hours. Notice also that we use the imperative form because this is a recipe or a list of commands. In the imperative form, the subject you is not written or spoken. So instead of you thaw out, you hear thaw out. You'll hear the imperative for the remaining six verbs also. Our next verb is chop up, which is also separable. To chop up means to cut something into small pieces. Today's recipe involves chopping up vegetables. Listen. First, chop up the tomatoes, onions, garlic, and mushrooms. You could also say it with up after the object. First, chop the tomatoes, onions, garlic, and mushrooms up. But it is easier to understand if you do not separate 
chop, and up when the object is a list of things. Mix in is another separable phrasal verb. To mix in means to add one substance to others, especially in cooking. Here's how the recipe uses the verb. Then, mix in the chicken, spices, and a little salt. Again, we are less likely to separate the verb because the object is a list of things. Now let's talk about turn down. In cooking, to turn down means to lower the temperature of the heat used to cook food. Here's how the recipe uses the verb. Then, turn down the heat. Since the verb is separable, you can also say it this way. Then, turn the heat down. Next, we have boil over, one of today's easier verbs, as it does not take an object. To boil over means to flow over the side of a container while boiling. Listen to how the recipe uses this verb and notice that it appears at the end of the sentence. Otherwise, the sauce may boil over. Hmm, has your cooking ever boiled over? Mine has. Okay, let's talk about cool down. In relation to food, the verb means to permit hot food to become cool enough to eat. In recipes, we often use cool down with the verb let. So the sentence structure is a little different. Listen. Then, let it cool down before serving it over pasta with a little parmesan. The verb let is a causative verb. These verbs cause something to happen. After the causative verb let, we use the simple form of verbs rather than their infinitives. Notice in our recipe that we said, let it cool down, not let it to cool down. Our final phrasal verb for today is warm up, another separable verb. To warm up means to reheat a food to a desired temperature. Here's how the recipe uses this verb. And finally, warm up your garlic bread to complete the meal. Now that you know how separable phrasal verbs work, try writing this last example with the object, your garlic bread, in the middle of the verb. Most of the phrasal verbs you learned today are easier than some others in English. That's because the first words of these phrasal verbs tell us their meanings. And, in fact, often we use them as regular one-word verbs rather than phrasal verbs. That means you could say, let the sauce cool, or let the sauce cool down, and it would have the same meaning. Do you have a recipe you'd like to share? Write to us in the comments section using at least three of the verbs you learned today. I'm Alice Bryant.